welcome to Paranormal Underground Radio. Join us each week as we delve into some of life's most complex questions. It's time to explore the unexplained with your hosts, Karen Frazier and Rick Hale. It is Thursday night, and if you can hear our voices, you are exactly where you need to be. She is Karen Frazier. I am Rick Hale. This is Paranormal Underground Radio at HazyRadio.com. Welcome. Karen, how are you? I'm good. You know what I did last week, though, Rick? It's so funny because you were gone. Right. And Chuck was sitting in, and we had some problems getting on the air, you know, just because we do that. You know. He was telling me all about it, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so the the introduction goes, and it's all done, and I wait a beat because I'm waiting for you to come in with the introduction. Then I realized it's me and Chuck. You know <laughs> I was what? Like, oh! <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Chuck has used my um, my my uh, my patented or copyrighted introduction in the past. Chuck, that's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he has used it. I know he has. Well, I know, so, but I just, and then I realized, wait, Chuck's probably not going to start off because it's not his show, even though he sits in with us regularly. And so, yes, I, there was, there was a beat of radio silence and it was all my fault. So, hey, I have, I'd like to start off this week with a complaint. Oh, no. Okay. I'm not going to complain about you. I think that this is a very real complaint right now. Now, maybe the rest of you aren't as bothered by this as I am. But Weird Al Yankovic is everywhere right now. Oh, is this, is this going to be another Weird Al diatribe of yours? Well, you know how I feel about him. He's just, just everywhere. He's all because I guess he has an album out or something, and it's like number one on the charts, or I don't know. And he's so he's, he's all over social media and everything. And then, mm-hmm. like last week, Tanner and I are watching Drunk History, and he was on Drunk History. He was playing Hitler. So okay. that really helped with my Weird Al issues, as you can imagine. Wait wait a second. Drunk History? I found Comedy Central. It is a funny, funny show. It's All where right. some person, where the, the director goes and gets some person trashed, and then the person tells a story, a historical story, while they're drunk. I mean, and not just a little drunk, like just trashed. And then actors act out the story while the person's telling it. It's oh. very funny. So, okay, now, myself, of course, being Irish-American, I can make fun of this, so, you know, no offense to anybody but my own my own people. Um, so are we talking, like, Irish wake drunk? Some of them. I mean, okay. so, like, they'll be telling a story, and, like, on last season, there was a person telling a story, and in the middle of the story, she puked. <laughs> and the actor on screen is, like, it's like Abraham Lincoln, you know, doing his emancipation proclamation or something and the, or four score and seven years ago <laughs> oh my god I, it's you know, very oh funny <laughs> I, I i gotta watch this i i have not heard of this so yeah no, that's like my it's, thing it's not I, occasionally they miss but usually and the actors they have on it like like they had weird al playing hitler and um They've had like Charlie Day from um, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and um, the guys from uh, Key and Peele do it. I mean, so it's it's quite entertaining. Okay. <laughs> and, and drunk people really tell weird historical stories. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. You should have heard my grandfather when I was growing up. You know uh, what? He, he himself was not actually from Ireland, but for for whatever reason, when he got into one of his stories while drunk, he slipped into this Irish accent. It was hilarious. And it was like, he it, he sounded like his mom. <laughs> well, this drunk history, Tanner started watching it. And uh-huh. he said, you have to watch this, Mom. And I think this is just its second season or something. It's, it's you will be entertained. Uh, I it's it's on Com- Comedy Central, and I think it's on Tuesday nights on Comedy Central. Okay. All right. I'll have to check that out. Well, I think what we should do is we should talk a little bit about our guest tonight. We have somebody who is, uh, how can I say, a little bit different than, you know, the uh, talking about ghosts and goblins and ufos and little green yes i know it's little gray men um we're going to be talking to trish lesage tonight uh trish is an energy healer and i'm i'm kind of aware of what that is she's also an author and we're going to be talking about various different subjects um some of the stuff that goes comes straight out of a sci-fi movie such as parallel universes to talking about stuff that's right up your alley karen which is uh past lives I know, I know. I'm looking forward to that. That should be a lot of fun. And, mm-hmm. you know, good conversation, and hopefully neither one of us winds up curled up in a corner whimpering. No, you know what? I think I'm going to be okay. I think I'll be yeah. just fine tonight. So so, uh, so last week something big happened in your life? Something big happened in my life. Didn't, wasn't, didn't the Eerie Events, wasn't the first episode last? Yes, Eerie Events was uh, released on um, the 18th, and uh, so far it's doing... It's doing pretty good on YouTube um, for, you know, for like a first time video. But, you know, if nobody has seen it, I suggest that you go to YouTube, just type in Eerie Events and you will see Chuck and I in action at um, one, of, one of the most haunted locations in the Chicagoland area, which, of course, would be uh, Robinson Woods uh, Burial Grounds, which is kind of like just within the Chicago city limits. It was, a, it was the neighborhood I grew up in when I was a kid. Yeah, and it's it's entertaining. And then the other thing is I actually watched both that and Ghost Tapes last week. Oh, yeah. You know what? Ghost so Tapes. So I got my fill of Rick Hale, even though you weren't on the show. <laughs> How can you not love your fill of Rick Hale? That's right. That's right. So, um, but speaking of Ghost Tapes, too, uh, next week, Luke and I, we are going to be uh, filming an episode at... Uh, the Arcata Theater uh, next or this Wednesday, uh, this coming Wednesday, and um, you know this is a place that has never really been investigated before. And I think that you will agree with this, Karen. There is nothing better than walking into a totally virginal place as pertaining to being investigated for paranormal activity. I think that that's true because you don't know what to expect. Exactly. Um, you know, you can you can read up on it all you want, which I have been doing. I'm um, trying to get a feel for the place, mm-hmm. and uh, it sounds like it's going to be a know. really really great um, time investigating and filming. Not only that, too, we also have a member of the staff who has had um, a lot of experiences there herself. She is actually going to be joining us on the investigation, so that's going to be cool too. Well, very cool. So. You have all sorts of big things still coming up. I do. And there's another great thing we were also talking about, too. It looks as if Ghost Tapes, the first Ghost Tapes and Ghost Tapes 2 are going to be shown regularly at IndieHorror.tv. And 
Would you wait, 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 say the word again and actually enunciate the syllables, please. Sorry, it's a Midwestern accent, if you'll excuse me. Indy horror. Horror. TV. Because so, indie horror.tv is something totally different, Rick. No, you know, no, I just I heard I just like heard it right now. But yeah, um it will be showing on um, in, indiehorror.tv and it looks like <laughs> Shut up, Karen, my god. Indiehorror.tv, you heard it here for <laughs> indie here. horror. 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 And those takes the series will be having a regular time slot. Say horror. Horror. There you go. That second syllable is very important. So now my wife would agree I have to work on such words as sausage and chocolate. Sausage. Sausages. (laughs) Chocolate. Sausage and chocolate. Yeah, you wanna want some mustard on that uh that sausage of you there's pal? No, yeah. you know, I almost never notice. Every once in a while, I'll hear a little Chicago come out of you, but I almost never notice. You know, and of course, I have the, I have the, um, like the talking head accent. I have the accent that you, the newscasters have. So, wait a second. <laughs> you said host once. Host. I don't you, think I would ever say host. You did. You said host. I am not even close to Canada. Just so you know. But you are close to Vancouver Island. Oh, take off your hoser. <laughs> beauty, eh, beauty. <laughs> <laughs> so, anywho, anyway. well, now, now that that little bit of awkwardness is over, it's a, uh, it's about time for a, uh, for a break, eh? It's about time for a break, eh? I can do the Canadian accent because, of course, I did grow up seventy miles from Vancouver. You're absolutely correct. See, you know what? I got to watch out because one of our most faithful listeners and readers is from Alberta, Canada. So. I don't want to, like, offend her at all. Oh, you know, there are regional accents. Everybody has them. Right. So I took this test. There's, like, this test you can see online. Mm-hmm. You can do online. That You answer a bunch of different uh, questions, like 50 different questions or something. And from the, your answers to those 50 different questions, it pinpointed, without speaking or anything, it pinpointed what my regional dialect was to, I mean, like, to Seattle, it was that specific. Yep, yep. I, it was amazing. No, oh, yeah, no, it, it got mine too. I also took a test that said that I'm uh, only eight percent a hole, so I'm doing okay. I am zero percent. <laughs> I, you know what? I do not find that hard to believe. You are That's the sweetest. I'm delightful. Of, you, you are. You're delightfully <laughs> fabulous. Oh, if only I could believe you. Okay, so let's do this. Let's take a break. Okay. Um, And I can be delightful to you during the commercial. She's not. No, I mean to you on the air, but really I'm sweetness and light, except when it comes to Weird Al Yankovic, who is everywhere. He is everywhere. He is everywhere. As as he should be. All right, so taking a break, coming back with our guest. Uh, Thanks, everybody. We'll be back in a few minutes. It's Paranormal Underground Radio on the Hazy Radio Network. From UFOs, hauntings, psychic phenomena, demonology, urban legends, and so much more, where all these things come together. Paranormal Underground Magazine. Explore the unexplained. Hey everyone, Chucky G here. Come join me on my show, In the Dark Radio, where we talk with guests on everything from ghosts to cryptids. Starting from 10.30 p.m. to 12 a.m. Eastern, come into the zone and have some fun. Right here on the Hazy Radio Network. 
this is Karen Frazier, writer and radio host with Paranormal Underground. Since I wrote my book, Avalanche of Spirits, The Ghosts of Wellington in 2010, people have asked me what happened next. In my new book, Dancing with the Afterlife, a paranormal memoir, my Wellington story continues. Dancing with the Afterlife is more than the continuation of the Wellington story, however. It's also the story of a lifetime of afterlife research and paranormal encounters. What I've learned has changed my life, and it might change yours as well. To learn more about Dancing with the Afterlife or to read an excerpt from the book, visit DancingWithTheAfterlife.com. Thank you. Do you want to keep up with what's going on at Paranormal Underground? Then tweet us on Twitter at ParanormalUG. Or follow us on Facebook at Paranormal Underground. Meet us on MySpace, Paranormal Underground. There's no need to be in the dark about what's going on at Paranormal Underground. Join us on your favorite social networking site today. This is Hazy, and you're listening to the Hazy Radio Network. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual hosts and their guests 
do not necessarily reflect those of Hazy Radio Network, its affiliates, or sponsors. All shows are independently owned and broadcast for, for entertainment purposes only. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Paranormal Underground Radio at hazyradio.com. We are your hosts, Karen and Rick. Tonight joining us, as we already previewed, is author and energy healer Trish Lesage. Trisha is the author of such books as Meditations for Past Lives, Starseeds, Soulmates, and Beyond, Traveling to Parallel Universes, which is one I want to talk about, Manifesting Success in Relationships, Career, and Business via Numerology. So, you are quite the author, Trish, and welcome to the underground. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you for welcome. having me as a guest on the show. So, <laughs> you know, I told Rick that he could ask the first question, but... I'm just not as honest as I could be, and I'm stepping on his toes. See, she's, so, she's, she's not as delightful as she claims to be. I'm delightful. <laughs> um, anyway, so Trish, I do Reiki and um, Quantum Touch. What kind of energy healing do you do? I use the violet flame. Okay. Now, could you explain the violet flame? Sure. Uh, the violet flame combines visualization and energy healing and it's very powerful it's very simple you just imagine a violet flame or a violet fire and whatever you want to heal and it's been used very successfully for eliminating negative belief systems and fears and phobias and and I've used it for like allergies even and I don't advertise it, you know, using it for medical purposes, but um, you can definitely use it for a lot of different things, your ailments and issues from past lives and a whole host of things. It's very powerful. Well, hmm. I do. I have a, It sounds like a meditation that I have, but the meditation actually walks me up through the chakras and then um, takes me up into basically uh the space where i'm a soul as opposed to the ego and the first thing i do before going into the temple of the soul is walk through a violet flame for purification and then i can go into a room from there to for healing so it sounds like there's some similar elements there anyway it does sound similar and yes the violet flame is used for purification it transmutes all of the negative energy associated with whatever issue that you're trying to heal for to positive energy and light. And so it, it's a transmutation as well. Okay. All right, Rick, there you go. Sorry. Well, no, I, you know, I, I, I really <laughs> want to, uh, you know, talk a little bit about more, especially when it comes to, you know, the past lives and the healing. Um, now, Trish, I am, I have a very, um, strange fear of water and i've asked this of uh, from other guests in the past because i just don't understand where i get this fear from now i've had people tell me that i drowned in a former life um how would i go about getting something like you know making sure that that actually happened and purifying myself of this fear because it's like i love i, I want to be able to swim with my child and my wife in the swimming pool with confidence without freaking out after the first five minutes. Um, you could use the violet flame actually for that. And I actually have a blog article about it on my website that you can refer to at beyond3dbooks.com. And okay. 
it's very simple. Like I mentioned, you just close your eyes and go through it. Or you could actually go to a hypnotherapist and have them regress you to the root cause of the issue or the problem and figure out what it is, and then they can walk you through the steps to cleanse you from that issue because they need to take care of it at the root cause, and then that should take care of everything after that. I had a similar situation where I was afraid my whole life to go into the deep end of the swimming pools, and I didn't know why. And when I was four years old, I nearly drowned, and then I had a couple of past lives in which I drowned as well. So Mm -hmm. your fear of water could be related to drowning. Well, but Rick also has a little bit of a fear of past life regression and learning Mm -hmm. about his past lives because we talk about this quite a lot because it's one of my um, topics of interest. And whenever I bring it up, what do you always say, Rick? I'm I'm scared. I'm terrified that I'm going to find out that I was somebody really, really bad in a former life. Although I have, we all were somebody really, really bad in a former life. Well, I just, you know, I don't want to be. I, I don't want to be somebody that was a, a victimizer. And but it only matters who you are now. No, I know it does, but I am. I don't want to find out that I was somebody horrible, like you know Caligula or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, but I, yeah, I do have that fear. I mean, is there a way that I can get past this? I don't even know how to ask that question. Yeah, they could actually help you to heal for that as well. Your fear of doing past life regression and and the fear that you'll find out that you were someone bad because really it's all a part of our soul growth no matter who we were in the past. And, and, you know, we all have skeletons in the closet. So it's, um, you know, where, where you are now, like she mentioned, is important, but definitely trying to get past that would help you to move forward well here's the thing though i mean i really don't have i i you know i think we can all say we're all a work in progress um you, you're not a human being unless you are a work in progress but yeah with with the help of a friend of mine who's a very talented um spiritual healer and psychic you know she has helped me move past some of this stuff so now it just doesn't really bother me as much i'm just not sure if i want to have it done Yeah, Fair enough. I think, uh, yeah, I think then if you aren't really sure that you'd want to have it done, then maybe the violet flame would be better for you because you don't even have to go to the root cause of the issue. You don't have to, I mean, you don't have to see the root cause of the issue. All okay. you do is, all you do is, um, it's a, a visualization and energy healing. So you don't have to ask yourself to go see the scene of what happened or anything so that you don't have to observe the trauma and so there's no way you'll pick up information about having been a bad person or whatever. It would just simply heal whatever it is you need to have healed without even having to visualize it or see it. Okay. All right. Very good then. There is something that you you are an expert on and um, I find particularly interesting partly because I'm a huge sci-fi nerd and you write extensively on parallel universes. Um, now, I had—I think I was watching an episode of uh, Through the Wormhole, and they were talking about that our universe is so vast that it's possible hundreds of millions of light years away, another Rick or another Trish or another Karen, and I'm sure she's just as delightful exists as well. Um, 
what is this um what exactly is a parallel universe to start with um a parallel universe um you know we're in our own universe it, it contains mm-hmm. galaxies such as our own galaxy the milky way and our solar system and the earth and everything and parallel universes are other universes separate from ours that may contain other planets and stars and it's interesting because i've learned that a lot of these parallel universes can be very close to us actually there some of them can even be overlaid right on top of us they just exist at a different energy vibration and sure. so it's a, it's a matter of our energy vibration changing and then that's how you shift to them and okay. so there are some and you're right there are some that are very far away they would be like you know light years and light years away and then there are other ones that are closer right well so with parallel universes is it so one of the ways that one of the theories with parallel universes is that every time we come to a decision point in our lives which is like every split second and we have can choose either a or b then it splits and then there's another universe where we chose b and one where we chose a so is that the how you visualize parallel universes or do you see them some other way does evil karen exist in some universe and delightful karen in this one um actually yeah the theory that you mentioned the mini worlds theory i'm actually not totally sold on that theory i'm not a big believer of it yet i I like to try to keep an open mind but the reason why i'm a little bit skeptical of it is because the experiences that i've had and that other people have had that have approached me since i wrote my book have been much more profound than simply you know deciding whether you're going to eat pancakes or french toast for breakfast and then popping somewhere or thinking you're somewhere it's just it seems to me like what tends to happen, even though a lot of the universes that people tend to end up in are almost pretty much exact duplicates of their current universe, um, except for small details, it seems like there's some catalyst, some reason why you experience going somewhere that's a little bit different temporarily, and it's usually a big event like you're trying to escape from danger. Like I've heard stories of people that are about to be in a car accident, cars coming straight towards them, and they realize they're going to get hit, there's no way out, and then all of a sudden in a split second there's not even a car in front of them anywhere. There's no car anywhere to be seen. And then there are other cases where people seem to cross over temporarily because there's the experience that they need to have for their soul growth doesn't exist in their current universe, so they temporarily cross over to a new one to experience, you know, something Hmm. that they need for their soul growth. And then you may cross over temporarily to help someone that needs your help there versus here. So there seems to be many different reasons why you may. And so that's what what my experiences have been and other people of approached me and have had similar experiences. I'm not saying that I don't sure. totally agree with the many worlds theory, but it just seems to me that seems a little mundane. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I just it, it's hard for me 
because of my experiences to believe that every little decision that we make we're somewhere else because usually what happens is I tend to go through energy adjustments to go to a different place and mm-hmm. it, it brings up the whole the whole issue of if if, you know, there are so many universes for every little decision that we make, then why aren't they colliding, you know, and things like that. So it's kind of hard to imagine, I guess. So if I, if, so say some split second, like, okay, the accident scenario that you had, and the car is coming towards me, and I think, well, that's it, I'm a goner, and then the car is gone. Do I know that I'm in a parallel universe, or do I mean, and am I in that parallel universe forever? Has it forever changed the trajectory, and I don't come back to this one, or is it just a um, quick thing? And and do I recognize it as that? Right, it may be a quick temporary thing because what I've found, and what other people people have found as well, is sometimes it's just a few minutes that you're gone and other times it could be longer like hours or even days or extended amounts of time and when I first wrote my book it seemed like I rarely returned to where I was previously and if I did it was like down the road but now it seems like I'm bouncing back and forth quite a bit so Mm -hmm. you may you might bounce somewhere differently to avoid that car you know, coming and hitting you, but you may, once it's safe, pop right back to your original universe instead of staying there, unless there's a reason for you to stay in the new place. Hmm. Okay. You know, it's it's really, I want to go back to something that you said a little while ago about uh, universes um, you know, rubbing up against each other, as it were. Now, one of the more, I'm... Um, my specialty is more psychical research than anything else, you know, ghost hunting, as you know, it's more popularly called it called. But um, is it possible um, that when we see a spirit or we see a ghost, we're actually witnessing something from a parallel universe that kind of somehow ends up in ours um, and we perceive that as being a spirit or a ghost? Yes, that is possible because there are stories have been stories of people and even objects temporarily crossing over from one universe to the other. It seems as if at some point there's almost a doorway that opens or they intersect one another sometimes and objects can tend to cross or people you know temporarily you'll see something there and then all of a sudden it's not there and it it you know it's very interesting and and I've even witnessed this myself especially when I've noticed that I'm straddling two universes like about to cross over into another one it seems mm-hmm. like in a lot of situations I can actually see I I spend a lot of time out in mother nature with wildlife taking care of animals and so I can actually see the different animals that aren't here where I am and they're they're solid looking, but they're not totally as you know distinct as what we are. Sure. So I can and I can see them. And the interesting thing is when I've experienced this phenomenon, the animals that I've been out there with have experienced it too. For instance, we were out there on the river bank, and I was taking care of some mallard ducks. I was feeding them, and for a few seconds. 
a hawk appeared where we were, and the ducks, you know, quacked and went crazy and flew into the water to get away from the hawk, and then the thing disappeared right before our eyes. Mm-hmm. And so these types of things do tend to happen where people, animals, objects, or whatever tend to disappear or reappear. Okay. So, you know, let's let's yeah, I wanna talk about, you know, myself of course and Karen will tell you that's the most uh, popular thing that I love to talk about. It's true. Uh, it's not it's really not true. But okay, let's say okay here in this universe, Rick Hale is hosting this tele this I'm sorry, not hosting this television show, hosting this radio show, has been a lifelong researcher of ghosts and hauntings. Now in another universe, I may be something entirely different, but is there some kind of a common denominator to myself and say alternate universe, you know, an, an Earth dimension 411 that is similar? That's something that ties us together. Um, yes, you. The versions of yourself elsewhere, they could be have a totally different career or a totally different life or they could have one that's totally the same as yours pretty much and or like you said share common denominators between the two Mm -hmm. usually there are slight differences but definitely the the common denominators can be shared you know so that there's a shared experience but yet there's something different that's also being experienced okay so would Rick's DNA be the same in both universes? I, You know, that's a very interesting question, and I haven't delved into it, and I don't believe science has done research as far as DNA. How could they? Yeah. yeah, how could they? They're still dealing yeah. with trying to prove that the universes, <laughs> the multiple universes exist in the first place, but... Um, that's a very good question. I don't really know how to answer it because I haven't ever dealt with that because I would assume that it's possible that it could be the same or very similar because people are duplicated Mm -hmm. and they they tend to look look the same pretty much. Sometimes people might look a little different. They might look a little younger in one place and a little older in another. Or they might look slightly different, but for the most part, everybody looks the same. They talk the same. Sometimes they they may have a slightly different personality, but usually it's not the case. The differences aren't very noticeable usually. And so I'm thinking that the DNA in in everything could be very well duplicated as well, but I don't have any scientific research or any way of knowing for sure whether that's the case. Right. Can you? So, have you ever met yourself? No, I have not. I have never ever met myself, and I have never heard of a case of any other people who have experienced this phenomenon who have met themselves neither. And so, it brings up a very interesting question: What happens then to the copy of us that's there while we jump? And my theory is that they also must jump as well. So it's okay. kind of like musical chairs must happen sort of a situation otherwise we would do exactly that we would run into ourselves well and we're only talking about two universes which is very simplistic because if there's two there's four and if there's four there's eight you know 
Correct. My my theory is that, you know, there can be many of them, and I've experienced quite a few of them, and I even take it a step further and think that there may even be more than one multiverse, like several of them with a set of universes in each one, so... And I don't have any way of proving that neither, and I my experiences are tending to lead me in the, that direction, but I'm not 100% positive about that yet. Huh. I so, have, I, I'm having trouble even wrapping my brain around all of it. Sorry, it, my mind's... Yeah, that's a lot. Okay, sorry, Rick, go ahead. So basically, I mean, it's like I'm still this... I still look the same. I'm not some, you know, like disgusting Cronenbergian monster in a different dimension. I still look like me, but there could be, you know, some differences. Exactly. That's what I've found, you know, from this experience, that everybody pretty much looks the same. You would have a hard time noticing the differences unless you looked really closely, but there there could be slightly different, you know, differences, but they're not huge, and usually it's something as simple as, you know, someone may look younger in one place and a little older in another. Their hair may be gray, going gray in one place, and they might have, you know, lighter hair, look younger in another. So really the differences aren't that huge. You don't look like a total, you know, zombie or something from one place to another. No, I am relatively (laughs) certain that there is a universe with hot Karen in it. (laughs) There probably is. I'm sure there probably you know, universes that are totally different, you know, I just haven't experienced that, and I haven't heard of people that have gone to totally foreign places. There have been people that have gone to places that have had different alternate histories, like, for instance, the Nazis winning World War II, and and one gentleman had that experience briefly, and Chips. another one, an experience of the sun rising and setting in the opposite direction as it does here. And so I've heard of uh, those hmm. scenarios, but I've never experienced that extreme of a situation. So how how common is this people experiencing time spent in a parallel universe because I don't think I ever have. I mean, I spend a lot of time in my own universe, but, you know. Um, it seems to me and that it's becoming more and more common it, because, you know, a lot of spiritual people believe that humanity is going through a shift to higher consciousness. It seems like there's something happening that our focus is now shifting to a more multidimensional nature instead of being so focused on the physical. And so it seems like a lot of people are having more paranormal experiences and more spiritual experiences and mm-hmm. others other experiencing other strange phenomenon, you know, phenomena that they never did before. And so it seems like it's becoming more and more common. Ever since I wrote my book, people have been approaching me and telling me that they've had similar situations or experiences. And for a while, for a few, the past few weeks, I was put in a Google alert to be alerted whenever anybody posts anything on the internet about this phenomenon. And it's interesting because people are talking <laughs> quite a bit about it and in sharing their experiences with others. Hmm. But how how do you separate the BS from the true stories? 
Well, that's a challenge. It really is because, you know, some of the stories, there was one on the Internet not too long ago that sounded totally believable, and yet I was wondering whether it really was, and so it's very, very hard to distinguish the fact from the fiction. Sure. Sure, of course. Mm. Like I say, I'm still just trying to, it's, my my brain is racing with all of the different possibilities with parallel units. It's just not any something I've really thought about. I mean, I've always been familiar with, you know, the many worlds interpretation and, and all of that. But, so, you clearly have experienced this. Is this something that you do, that you can do willfully? Can you make that happen? Can you go into some kind of meditation or altered state that allows you to do it? Or is it just random and you're sort of at the at the mercy of when you pop somewhere? Well, at first it seemed like I was 100% at the mercy of it. It just seemed to randomly happen, unexpected. You know, I would be going about my day or whatever and it would happen. And now sometimes I, I, I have a hard time intentionally wanting to leave somewhere because I get so attached, you know, heart connected through the heart with the people and the animals that I take care of. So it's very hard for me to feel like I want to up and leave everybody and everything behind. And so I don't, right. so sure. I usually don't, so I usually don't intentionally try to leave and abandon everybody. But what I've found is that through using healing, because you can tend to raise your energy vibration through healing when you take care of your issues, it can tend to pop you into another universe temporarily and until your uh, vibration slows back down. You know, through, through the daily life that we live, we often get bombarded with you know, our issues and our problem and stress and all of that can mm-hmm. tend to lower our energy vibration. And if we heal ourselves, sometimes we can temporarily raise our energy vibration and it tends to sometimes pop us into another universe temporarily until our energy vibration, you know, slows back down and lowers. And right. so... I, you know, if I heal myself, that's what I found out happens, but I don't try to intentionally leave unless someplace is so horrible, (laughs) and then I want to get out of there, but usually that's not the case. Right. Now, is it, are there, I've I've heard of, you know, such places, you know, like Sedona, for example, which um, has a lot of, people claim that it has a lot of energy. My brother's been there, and he said, yeah, you can kind of sort of feel a difference there, um, are there places around our world, um, holy places, sacred places, spiritual places, where where that doorway between the universes is really, really thin or just wide open? I have heard that there are portals that connect, you know, our dimension with higher dimensions and our world with other worlds and... One of them is said to be at Mount Shasta in California, for example. Oh, yeah. And there, and there are other places around the world that are said to be such places. And it's interesting that you mention that because, and I wrote about it in my book as well, that I was in Arizona on vacation a few years back, and there was this, I wanted to go around and visit ghost towns, 
and there was one place that was more of a tourist attraction, and I believe it was called Goldfield, and I went there, and there was this mountain close by, and I just, something was really bothering me about that mountain. It just felt like there was something interdimensional about it, or, and we went on a tour of the, the tourist attraction place, and the guy that was doing the tour said that it's off limits to go over by that mountain. The government has shut it off and won't let people over there, and he said it had to do with the gold that was there in the 1800s. The government doesn't want the people over there because of the gold, but my intuition was telling me before I even mentioned the government not wanting people over there that something was going on interdimensionally over there and when i got back home after we were on vacation i did a little bit of research on the internet and found out that some psychics and mystics believe that there is in fact a sort of a portal it's called superstition mountain there's a portal that goes to the higher dimensions over there in that that group of mountains so it's very interesting that there are places around the earth that are portals or doorways that go to the higher dimensions or to parallel universes. Right. Yeah, you know, you you think of a lot of uh, Native American um, legends concerning these places, and, uh, you know, you hear about them, and it's like they're not far off. I mean, they, they lived so much more closer to the land, so much more closer to nature. It would be no surprise that they knew about these places. Exactly, and I think even those places, you know, where they lived, you know, Machu Picchu down in Peru and these different places where the Mayan Indians lived and everywhere, and even, you know, Stonehenge and those places, I think they're very spiritual places that hold, you know, energy, and some, some of them could be portals to other places. Right. Hmm. Karen? No, I, I like I say it's just it's it's not something I've ever spent a lot of time thinking about. So I'm going to lay awake tonight staring at my ceiling, hold, clutching my covers under my chin with my eyes wide open, I think thinking. <laughs> you have accomplished something though only only very few people have been able to accomplish with Karen. Or blow Karen's mind. Poof. Blow Karen's mind exactly. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, so let's uh, did you have any more in parallel universes, Rick? Well, I did. I wanted to talk about uh, p- people talk about uh, cryptids, um, you know, monsters, uh, um, Bigfoot or whatever, and aliens being from um, these parallel universes or other dimensions. Um, what's your opinion on that? I was, after after I saw when we talk about parallel universes, I just had to ask about that about uh, cryptids and um, UFOs and aliens. How about I those? Think- I think that it is possible that some of them are, in fact, from different universes or different worlds. And, you know, I've read, you know, that some claim that there are dimensions, even different dimensions that, you know, where these, you know, beings reside. And I think it's very possible if somehow their energy vibration were to change that they could temporarily or for even extended period of time cross over into our universe and on our earth and maybe that's why you know sometimes people see them but then when they go and try to find them nobody can locate anything (laughs) 
Right. I mean, personally myself, I am of a mind that um, uh, such a creature as Bigfoot is wholly of our own universe uh, because such animals do exist in the uh, fossil record going back, you know, hundreds of thousands of years. But uh, it, it definitely would make more sense to me for UFOs and, you know, aliens aren't really aliens, but multidimensional creatures. Exactly. Yes. And they have the, you know, advanced technology to go from one place to another, whereas we don't, you know, as far as we know, we don't. So, you know, it makes sense, like you said, that they would be more easily able to go from one universe or one dimension to the next. Right. So let's, um, maybe it's just semantics, but I actually, are, are we using dimensions and universes interchangeably? Are they the same thing, or are alternate dimensions something different than parallel universes? Well, they can be the same thing or different. Um, we're in the third dimension, so um, other universes could exist at a third dim- in a third dimension, you know, in another universe it could be at the third dimension level, but there are other universes that may, you know, exist at a higher vibration. They might be in the fourth dimension or wherever, but um, the different dimensions usually... Um, what it would be is we're in the third dimension. A lot of people say that heaven or the spirit wor- world is in the fourth dimension. And mm-hmm. then a, lo- a lot of spiritual people believe that humanity is shifting to the fifth dimension beyond that, and heaven will shift even higher than that. So the dimensions are, you know, where we reside and where our focus of our consciousness is. And with the parallel universes, they can be, you know, there can be other ones at the third dimension or wherever. Sure. Okay. All okay. right. Very well. Um, so let's talk past lives. And this is Karen's area of expertise. No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I know very little about past lives. Um, so you have an interest in it. Now, tell me the work that you do in in past lives. It's been the subject of books. Yes, and I've studied past life regression and hypnosis and self-hypnosis, and I've done a lot of exploratory research with it, and I've delved into a lot of my own past lives as well and have read a lot of books about other people who have, you know, explored past lives like Dr. Michael Newton and Brian Weiss. Love them both, yep. Yes, and, you know, even Sylvia Brown and some others and Dolores Cannon, uh, many Mm -hmm. authors. I've read a lot of their work, and, and I've explored my own as well and worked on, you know, other people, and other people have done past life regression sessions on me. So, what do you think the benefit is, then, of actually exploring past lives? I know we touched on it a little bit before. I I believe that the benefits are, it would be definitely, well, a lot of people want to know about their past and what makes us who we are. Some people, you know, believe that they used to live on other planets, they're star seeds, or they're wondering whether they have, so if you people want to learn about their past and where they came from, you know, you can find out 
through exploring past our past lives because what makes us us is not just who we are during this current life but who we've been, you know, throughout all eternity and also the benefits of exploring past lives. I would say healing our issues because it's very interesting because I found that a lot of the issues that I'm dealing with today, they they don't only have their root causes in my current life. A lot of them actually have the root causes back in past lives that happened hundreds sure. of years ago or even thousands of years sure. ago. I had one, one that was a million years ago. So, you know, mm-hmm. if we identify our issues and where they occurred, we can heal from them, and then that removes blockages that are causing problems in our life, so we can definitely benefit from it. So, as far as reincarnation, there are, well, a few schools of thought, Um, but setting aside the school of thought that there is no such thing as reincarnation and that, you know, we don't reincarnate, the two main theories that I hear is, one, that throughout every incarnation I am the same soul and the other theory I hear is that well there's pieces of every soul in this big celestial soup that is us and when you know when the next life comes along and you dip your cup in that celestial soup and make the life that is me that I have memories from all of these other souls that have been so which one do you think it is I I actually believe, and I've vaguely heard some of those theories, but I tend to believe that, I mean, I know we're all connected, and it's possible that maybe sometimes experiences of other people can bleed through to us, but I tend to feel more like my experiences that I've had in the past are, are mine. And when I whenever I've done past life regression on myself, you know, it's been, they've been issues, if I've tried to heal for my issues, say my allergy to cats or whatever, I'm taken right to the root cause of my issue, why I'm experiencing allergies to cats. It it never has occurred for me uh, that I'm taken to the root cause of why my mother was allergic to cats or my best friend or something like that. So it seems to me like these experiences that I have had in the past are specific to me. So I tend to Mm -hmm. just believe that we're all connected, but we do have our own experiences. So just like we have physical DNA that identifies us and only us, we have spiritual DNA that does the same. I would say so because, I mean, we're all a soul. You know, we may have all come from the same place from God or whatever people believe in but I believe that once we splinter off and become individual souls even though we're connected from where we came from we have our specific unique experiences that we go through for our soul growth sure I absolutely agree so um, we're actually at the point where we need to take a break Trish so can you stick around uh, through the break and spend another 15 minutes with us or so Yes, definitely. This is fun. I'm enjoying it. All right, guys. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. Cheryl, I hope that that's right. And um, we will be back in just a couple minutes. We're talking with Trish LeSage. So stick around, everybody. We'll be right back. It's Paranormal Underground Radio on the Hazy Radio Network. Mm -hmm. 
From UFOs, hauntings, psychic phenomena, demon out, urban legends, and so much more. Where all these things come together. Paranormal Underground Magazine. Explore the unexplained. Hey everyone, Chucky G here. Come join me on my show, In the Dark Radio, where we talk with guests on everything from ghosts to cryptids. Starting from 10.30 p.m. to 12 a.m. Eastern, come into the zone and have some fun, right here on the AZ Radio Network. This weekend, unplug. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council.
Hi, this is Hazy, and you're listening to the Hazy Radio Network. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Paranormal Underground Radio at HazyRadio.com. We are your hosts, Karen and Rick. Uh, we have been having an incredible conversation with tonight's guest, uh, author and energy healer, Trish LeSage. Uh, Trish Le we have been talking about past lives. We've been talking about... Uh, different color flames. We've been talking about multiple universes. This seriously has been a mind-expanding evening. So thank you so much, Trish, for sticking around for a couple more minutes with us. Oh, thank you. Oh, so are, are you? did you have more questions, or am I ready to go, Rick? You're ready to go. This is all you. Because <laughs> we're talking about... All your about, part. Uh, well, <laughs> So I, I touched on it when we were off the air, and I, I think that I want to have you also say it to our listeners. So you self-regress. Yes, I do. I make my own cassette tapes, and then I listen back to them while I'm, you know, relaxing. And I did my book that I wrote. You know, it includes meditations that people can either record on their own cassettes and then listen back to, or they could have a friend read them while they're relaxing. So the, the book that I wrote actually allows everybody to do pretty much the same thing that I do on my own. True, and this is to take yourself back into a past life. Yes, correct. Many different past lives, like you can explore your very first past life, your most recent one the one that has been the most uh, relevant to your current life. You can explore whether or not you lived on another planet, and if so, where. Um, even take a look at, you know, different scenarios like your best past life and just different, you know, scenarios if people want to explore it. Well, so, go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry, but you just said something that was really interesting. We can have a past life on another world, Sure. Yes, definitely. There are people that are actually incarnated here on the earth now that know for a fact that they were incarnated somewhere else. They have memories of their home planet and their life there and other people that feel like they may have lived somewhere else, but they're not quite sure and they want to find out. And then some people, of course, don't know at all whether they have, but definitely people that even have waking conscious memories of having been somewhere else even little children yeah you know come to their parents i heard of one kid who ever since he was a little kid you know wondering when he was going to go home to his you know yeah blue planet, blue planet and all of this and and that could explain too why a lot of kids these days are having difficulties you know sure well and again that's that's actually one of the things that I've noticed because um, when I have encountered people who, to me, feel like they are maybe in their first incarnation on this planet, they're people who then, when you tar start to talk to them, they tend to tell you that they feel like outsiders and they've always felt like outsiders and they have a hard time adjusting to... Um, the social conventions and, and so you can kind of if you start to think about people in your life and you start to think about people who seem really uncomfortable here, it may be because they're, they have incarnated from a different planet, true? Hmm. I believe so because a lot of people that I've connected with online that definitely know that they've been elsewhere, 
they had a really hard time, especially with the violence and the darkness here on yep. the earth. And, and yep. like you said, fitting into the conventional systems like the school system that we yes. have and the politics and the religion and everything else and the money and a lot yep. of issues that they have a really hard time. And they do feel like they're outsiders, like they don't fit in. And I can relate to that. I, According to past life regression, I was incarnated elsewhere, but a very long time ago, like 250,000 years ago. So I identify with being human, and right. I, it's been too long ago for me to identify of having been somewhere else and being something else. But yet at the same time, I struggle with the same thing that these other people that are here for the first time. I have a hard time with the violence and the darkness and feel mm -hmm. like... I'm an outsider sometimes. But this is this is the planet that you in the world that you incarnate on where you learn the most the quickest. Also, or you, there's the greatest opportunity for learning because it is such a dark and difficult place. Exactly. So, I have I have never incarnated on another planet. So, I know that because I that was in my life between lives hypnotherapy that was one of the things that came up and he said well have you ever incarnated other anywhere other than earth and my answer was immediately nope <laughs> so <laughs> i haven't anyway and the thing is is what i've heard from people who remember and have recollections of incarnations on other worlds is that some are purely mental worlds and they don't have any physical bodies hmm and some are, I mean, there, you know, there's all these different places. So the one that you sort of know about, was it a physical world? Was it a mental world? How was it different than this one? It was a physical world as well, like this one. And it's, it was in the Pleiades star system. And so it was physical. But I've also heard the same as you have, that some people have past life memories of having been in, in mental worlds or in, even worlds that were more like energetic worlds. Right. You know, where, mm -hmm. Yeah. And they um, even were worlds with different forms, not really like humans or animals or beings, just, you know, different forms, you know, almost mm -hmm. like wa waves of energy or something. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. see, Rick, you could have been on a different planet. Oh, see, and, and and it's like I just wrote in the in the chat room. My nerd tenna is now way way up there. Um, yeah, this actually. You have a nerd on, do you? I have a nerd on. Um, <laughs> it actually definitely makes me want to go and maybe try it out. The life between lives, and you've done the life between lives as well, right, Trish? Yes, I have. That's I would very I would recommend that very much because you can find a lot of good information about everything pretty much from your that. purpose your purpose in life your purpose as a soul yeah it's it's a fascinating experience mine lasted several hours how long was yours and did you do it yourself or did you go to somebody for that i i did it myself so it didn't last that long and mine was probably only like 45 minutes or so but i'd really like to go like you did to someone else and have a really yeah. in-depth one done because it's kind of limiting you know, if you do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah, well, mine lasted several hours, but I didn't realize it. I mean, I started at noon, and when I was done, it was 5 o'clock, and I thought I'd been there for 10 minutes. Hmm. So yes. very different very different sense of time. Exactly. Once you're working with the spirit realms, 
like you said, hours can pass and only a few minutes pass here. You know, it just seems like you haven't been doing it for very long. Yeah, yeah. It's I, it's something I would highly recommend, too. And if people want to do it, I recommend that you, you find somebody who's been trained by Dr. Michael Newton, who's the guy who developed the protocol. And people who have been trained in this protocol are very good at non-leading questions, which I think is really super important. Right. So, anywho, um, yeah, the life between life stuff is is really fascinating. Now, you you mentioned that you have all of this information about creating your own tape in um, your book. Which book is that, and where can people find that? Yes, that book is Meditations for Past Lives, Star Se- uh, Star Seeds, excuse me, Soulmates and Beyond, and. The information for that book and all of my other books is on my website at beyond and then the number 3dbooks.com, beyond3dbooks.com. And all of my books are also on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and iTunes. Right. Okay. Starseed. So what's the Starseed? And the Starseeds is exactly what we were talking about. It's pe- They're people that know for sure that they've definitely been incarnated on another planet. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, and it, and they just, I don't know who started that terminology or that gave them that name, but they refer to themselves as starseeds. Okay. The other thing I wanted to ask really quickly, because it was also in the name of the book, is soulmates. Now, people give a lot of romanticism to finding their soulmate, the person that they're supposed to be with and they're supposed to love and that, you know, this is the one person and the only person for me. So tell me your take on what soulmates are. Well, there are, from what I understand, soulmates don't necessarily, aren't necessarily romantic partners. Soulmates can be anyone who who has incarnated into our life to help us out. It could be a child, one of our children, a teacher, our best friend, you know, our siblings or other family members. And we, you know, use it usually in a romantic sense, but it can include just about anyone who's helping us out or anyone we're helping. And then there's the twin souls or twin flames which mm-hmm. those are those are said to be our our you know mate our perfect mate because they're like the opposite they're i don't want to say the opposite side of us but they're like you know not really a carbon copy of us but they're just the perfect it's kind of like the puzzle pieces fitting together they're what's yeah. going to make us make us whole yeah. Well, so when you so back to soulmates really quickly. So it's really more of a soul group then because there's not necessarily one person. Exactly. Yes, we incarnate into soul groups and some of them are primary soul groups and some of them are secondary soul groups that we incarnate into and some could be affiliate groups and I believe that I read about this and Dr. Michael Newton's books and Journey of Souls mm-hmm. and Destiny of Souls. He goes mm-hmm. into detail about the different soul groups that we can incarnate into, and these soulmates mm-hmm. can be a part of those primary or secondary soul groups that we incarnate into. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. See, Rick, so we're soulmates. Yeah. <laughs> and Cheryl is our soulmate, too. Yeah. Lucky Cheryl. And we. Lucky, lucky Cheryl. See, she's excited. So, Trish, <laughs> we have come to the 
point in our program that we like to call Shameless Self-Promotion Corner. So this is where you promote anything you've got coming up. Um, I know you've mentioned a few times, but let's get it in again. Your website, your books, uh, whatever you'd like. It's time to shamelessly self-promote. Go. Okay, I'll start the shame. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm an author of four books. They're Traveling to Parallel Universes, and the second book is Manifesting Success in Relationships, Career, and Business via Numerology, and then Meditations for Past Lives, Star Seeds, Soulmates, and Beyond. And then the most recent book that I publish is How to Achieve Fifth Dimension Consciousness, and that's about the shift to higher consciousness that humanity is experiencing. And all of the information is on my website at beyond3dbooks.com, and that's beyond in the number 3dbooks.com. And all those books are also on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, and other uh, book retailers. And I also have quite a few blog articles on my website if people want to read those. And uh, if they want to sign up for my mailing list as well, I often send you know an email out to everyone letting them know that I've posted a new blog article and often tell them about radio shows that I'm going to be on and things like that okay i feel like we have barely scratched the surface trish um, me too <laughs> yeah, well so here's good news we have a radio show and you are welcome back anytime absolutely oh, thank you i'd love to come back it's really interesting all right very good so um i would love to have you come back next time otherwise guys look up trish www.beyond3 the number three dbooks.com beyond3dbooks.com Trish LeSage, thank you so much for coming on to the show Thank you, Trish. Thank you for having me as a guest, I enjoyed it Thanks. Yeah, you have a great evening You too. Alright, good night Good night, good night. Alright everybody, it was a deep conversation and it went too fast, but we have other things we've got to do, including promoing the show coming after us, and that would be Mr. Chucky G and Chucky G on In the Dark Tonight, he's talking to Luke, right? Yeah, he's talking to Luke tonight. Yeah, so talking talking to Luke Millett, and it's going to be, I'm sure, talking about ghost tapes, too. Correct. And, uh, uh, with with Mr. Rick Hale. That's right. I am in that's this. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm sure I'll also be talking about uh, the uh, ghost tapes, the series, as well as among other things. Oh, that's right. Ghost tapes, the series, and you guys are working that's on that right now. Yeah, it's, you know what, it's, yes, we are, we're, we're filming it right now, uh, it's it's almost like Spaceballs. You know, remember the part with Spaceballs was Spaceballs the book, Spaceballs the movie, Spaceballs the toilet paper? It's been yes. it's been Ghost Tapes, the documentary. Ghost yeah, tapes. I wasn't going to say anything to you about that, but yeah, I, I actually have Ghost Tapes, the toilet paper in my bathroom right now. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, uh, sorry about that, Luke. That was just, you know, some sci-fi humor there, but um, yeah. Um, that's because you haven't gotten over your nerd on yet. No, I'm not over my nerd on yet. Yeah, well, you know, you can take care of that later. You can... I'm probably going to be getting a, a text here any second from him now telling me I'm fired. Nope, not yet. No, that would never, <laughs> ever, ever happen. So, hey, Cheryl. Hey, Karen. Hey, Ray. Hey, Cheryl. How goes it? Oh, my gosh, my mind is blown. Thanks, I know, right? Too. My head like yeah. is kind of going. Womp, womp. There's been a few people that have done that. Not very yeah. many. Yeah. The guy with the uh, time travel, Bashago. Yeah, yep. oh, Andrew Bashago. Yeah, mm-hmm. Interesting guy. 
he did it. And then um, a guy from the UK who writes a lot of books, I think Redfern. Nick Redfern. Yeah, yep. he mm-hmm. did it. Yep. I think Bishop Long blew your mind a little well, bit. I think Bishop Long did too. Yeah. I yeah. thought Bishop Long scared you. I think he actually, yeah, he, he didn't blow my he mind as much. It just freaked, freaked me out. I had weird Al Yankovic dreams all night long. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, that would be a horrible night. Oh, my God. I should, you know, isn't it ironic that I do this dream interpretation column? It is ironic, actually. <laughs> and, and, like, my biggest, one of my yeah. biggest phobias is because I once had a scary dream about weird Al Yankovic and Ruth Buzzy. <sighs> Wonder what it all means. Hey, speaking of dream interpretation, yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know we still have spots for the August issue, right, Cheryl? We do. We're looking, yes. We want your dreams, yeah. people. You can send them in anonymously, or you can send them in with your name. Uh, if you have a dream, a recurring dream, just a weird dream, or even just a symbol in a dream, like something, like for instance. Um, a lot of people will dream about an ele- about elevators, for instance. A lot of people have elevator dreams. Um, yeah, they, and, I, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, so any any type of those things, send them to Cheryl, editor at paranormalunderground.net, and we will interpret them in the magazine. And not only that, I learned that Cheryl also sends a very nice email with the interpretation to the people as well that request them. But if you want to be anonymous, just tell Cheryl... Yeah. I want to be yeah. anonymous, and we will not reveal who you are. Exactly. So, you know, if you don't want people to know you're having weird dreams about Weird Al Yankovic, first of all, don't talk about it on the radio. I think that <laughs> goes without saying. But also, um, you you could just say, hey, I'm having dreams about Weird Al Yankovic, and it would say anonymous after it. And I probably wouldn't interpret it. This is a weird owl thing. So anyway, email out to Cheryl, editor at paranormalunderground.net. You can also get a hold of her on Facebook, right, Cheryl? Yeah, get a hold of me on Facebook. Um, go to Paranormal Underground Magazine's Facebook page. Just search uh, Paranormal Underground and you'll find it. That's right. And we do say in the column it's for entertainment purposes only. But I will tell you that in dream interpretation can give you some really interesting insights into what's going on in your head. Exactly. So there you go. Um, so the July issue is out, yes? Yes, yes, July issue online. Um, we're actually now preparing our August issue. and uh, hopefully Yeah, somebody we'll has to get soon. you an article by tomorrow. Yeah, somebody. Well, yeah, I wonder who that is, be. Karen. Karen. Um, but yeah, our July issue's up. It features Keith Age, the rock and roll ghost hunter, uh, yeah. as well as many other topics that... Um, we all know and love, such as ghosts, hauntings, UFOs, cryptids, metaphysical topics, dream interpretation. Because somebody actually got her their column last month. <laughs> yeah. No, really, lots of cool things. I think that's one of my favorite things about the magazine is how many different types of topics we cover. Um, yes. So that it, 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 you know, I think it's appealing to someone with um, all different tor- types of interests or just one. I mean, even if you just want to know about... Uh, you know, hauntings, or if you are into UFOs or extraterrestrials, we cover all of it. So, yeah, and you know, I hear such great feedback from people about the magazine. It's well worth yes, reading. I, it's it's just very well done. You know, you and Chad do a great job with it, and we oh, have you. some of the best writers. We're we're really lucky. We we do have some of the best writers. Um, yes. So I'm very grateful for that, and we'll just keep churning them out. 
That's right. And so you're going to want to, um, because I actually am going to write my metaphysics column tomorrow for Cheryl. Yay. And here's the thing. It's going to be in the August issue. And it's something that you guys are going to want to read. So I would really suggest putting it on your calendar to get a hold of the August issue of Paranormal Underground. Because it's about prosperity. I'm writing about pros- um, attracting prosperity from a metaphysical standpoint. And things that you can do to do that in your life. And, and um, no, go that's ahead. big. Go ahead. I can't wait to read it. Um, and also, oh, yeah. if anyone's listening to this particular show, even on podcast, please email editor at paranormalunderground.net and ask for a free PDF issue because I'd like to email one to you so you can check it out, see what we have to offer, and pretty sure you'll love it. See, prosperous already. Bam. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, so next week on the big show The big show I'm asking Cheryl Oh my gosh I totally was looking at the chat room Yes next week on the show By the way li- lo- lo- Lively and lovely chat room tonight Yeah mm-hmm. We have uh, yeah, a, a very uh, Lively Crew in there Also we had quite an international audience tonight US, Canada, New Zealand, Netherlands Pretty cool stuff Nice. Next week, come back again because that will be July 31st, 2014. Uh, Rick, I'm going to go ahead and pass this one off to you to promo because I can't pronounce his name. Um, What was... Charlo. Oh, Charlo Samet. Yeah, Charlo Samet. He is the... Uh, the lead investigator of uh, Malta Paranormal, as well as on the tel- on their very first paranormal television show called El Oscar, which means the dark in Malton. So uh, that's going to be a really great conversation. I, I, I love when we have um, international guests because it's always a treat to find out how different countries uh, or you know different countries approach the paranormal and as well as investigating it so it's gonna that's gonna be a great show very good yep. do we have other guests scheduled for upcoming shows cheryl yeah let's just um tell you about Cher Bear. Uh, thank you care bear <laughs> cheryl and i have decided that we we've had similar nicknames so that's we it did. it's not funny Cher Bear um, and care bear yeah hey you <laughs> August seventh, twenty fourteen. Brad Dupletion. I probably just butchered his last name. Anyway, Brad is going to be joining us from Louisiana Spirits Paranormal Investigations, August seventh. Oh, and then really? we have a return guest on August fourteenth, Nate Raiderman of Trip Paranormal, coming back in to join us. Nice. Yep. Uh, that's about all I have right now. Next week, I'll have more for you. You need to get a hold of William, Cheryl. William's on. Okay, let me let me just. Do we have time? We have a few minutes. I have William booked. I just didn't have him on my on my list right here. But what I'll do is pop it open real quick, and let you know when William's going to be on because I know you just are dying to know this, right? Yes. Well, I kind of like. Well, I kind of dig. William, <laughs> you kind of like. Well, you like him a little bit. You know? I like him a little bit. Yeah, I, I get. Yeah. You. I like him too. All right, uh, William is going to be on. I want to say the end of August, but let me just... Thanks, Word. Microsoft Word is so slow for me lately. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Anyway, William will be on August 28th. 
Okay. Hey, also, right before we sign off, I wanted to mention, because I've had a lot of people getting in touch with me on Facebook through email, uh, private messages, things like that, asking if I'm okay because I live in Washington State, and the state is burning, as you might have noticed in the news. Mm. I live in western Washington. I'm okay. Um, people are also asking about Wellington. The wildfires about 30 miles away from Wellington, and... Um, they're on the eastern side of the mountains. Wellington is on the west. Hopefully it won't go up across that rocky ridge, but you just don't know. It's right. been it's been pretty bad, but it is raining over there. So, fingers crossed they're starting to get some of the fires contained. But thank you for your concern. I live in western Washington where it rains a lot. We're good. Good. Yay. Yeah. Oh, by the way, yeah. I don't know if we said William's last name. It's William Becker. He's a psychic medium. He's been on our show many times. He just published a new book, and we'll be talking about that as well as other things. See, such exciting things coming up here at the underground. Yes. No, I have to say paranormal underground. The underground just sounds pretentious. (laughs) No, it does. (laughs) Well, then I like sounding pretentious when I tell people, welcome to the underground. I tried, but I just can't do it. It didn't sound natural, no. So stick around, guys. Chucky G is coming up next. Going to be talking some ghost tapes with Luke. And, um, you know, plus, hey, it's Chucky G. It's Chuck. It's Chuck. And with the golden voice. Yes. Rick, glad you're back. Thank you. That's right. Um, I think that's about it. So here's the deal. You guys come back next week, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Other times in the flyover states. Flyover states. Thanks, everybody, (laughs) for listening to Paranormal Underground Radio on the Hazy Radio Network. You all have a good night. Good night. If you'd like to be a guest on Paranormal Underground Radio, email editor at paranormalunderground.net. Until next time, keep exploring the unexplained at paranormalunderground.net. Please join us next week for Paranormal Underground Radio on the Hazy Radio Network.